Hey y'all, this episode was recorded uh, last Thursday, February 25th. It should be coming out somewhere close to Thursday, March 4th. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Walls here with episode one of Walls Cast for what we will call season two. So for season one, we basically recorded a group discussion of what songs we were digging that week. There wasn't much of a format to it because we were in person and we just sort of passed the audio recorder around and said our piece. For this season, I'd like to focus more on incorporating more people in the discussion and not being in person can actually work for us. All you have to do to be part of the show is email me your thoughts at walsa, that's W-A-L-Z-A, at mcnary.org, and I can read your ideas on the podcast. Now, I know music can be a personal thing, and you might not want to have your name associated with your pick, so just let me know if you don't want me to read your name aloud uh, on air, so to speak, and uh, we'll just share the tunes that you, uh, you're digging. So the goal here is to build a playlist that includes a wide variety of songs that are chosen by you, the students. So if you've got a song or artist you are currently digging, let me know. I'll put the song on the playlist on Spotify. You can access the playlist from our after-school site, and I'll also link it in the description of this podcast. You can also search on, Spot- or search on, Spotify-, Spotify? Search on Spotify for Wallscast Music Club, and that should pull up the playlist. So here's a quick disclaimer. Since this is a school-sponsored thing, I can't include stuff that's obviously inappropriate. But don't let that stop you from cr- contributing. There's plenty of songs out there that we can share and enjoy together that aren't necessarily inappropriate for school. So I hope you will join us in this conversation about music. With that out of the way, let's get into the episode. Okay, so this week I'm adding three songs Onto the playlist. Number one, Willow by Taylor Swift. Number two, Levitating by Dua Lipa. And number three, Emptiness by Gate Creeper. All right, so we all know who Taylor Swift is. I don't need to get into all that. I've enjoyed her stuff for a while, and I've even used some of her songs in my class. Think about Mary from Lamb to the Slaughter by Roald Dahl, and then go listen to Bad Blood, especially the version featuring Kendrick Lamar, or the song Look What You Made Me Do, and you'll see how well those songs and the lyrics go with the events of that particular short story. It's kind of funny. I always imagine Mary driving away from the crime scene, blasting Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar, or Look What You Made Me Do, and uh, it makes me laugh. So I've enjoyed her latest releases, uh, specifically Evermore, because they are a departure from what I would call like highly produced pop. Uh, the stuff that she's released lately is, is, is awesome. I like it. I dig it. Uh, What's that song? Me. I love that song featuring that dude from Panic at the Disco. like that stuff too. The song uh, High Hopes. Uh, love that song. We should add it to the playlist. Maybe later. Anyways, I like those albums, uh, but the folksy acoustic kind of like low-key nature of Evermore is cool. I'm really digging it. Uh, now, uh, I've known about Dua Lipa for a while because her songs keep popping up on like the top hits playlists I look at from time to time, but I'd never actually clicked on one of her songs. So one day I was driving home from work and I put on her album Future Nostalgia because the album cover looked cool. It's, it's like her driving in space, I guess, and that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and I immediately recognized the first track. I don't know exactly what I recognize it from, but I, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, I know this song. Uh, but it wasn't until the fifth track that I really got hooked, and that's the song uh, Levitating by Dua Lipa. I've already said the name. 
Anyways, I think one of the things is actually the hand claps. Uh, I'm a sucker for well-timed hand claps in pop songs, and I think that's because uh, the song Hey Ya by Outkast was a huge hit when I was younger. Uh, go check that one out if you haven't heard it. Anyways, I'm digging this Dua Lipa stuff because, it's, it, frankly, it's just fun for me to listen to. Uh, it's part of my job and uh, my nature, I guess. I'm always looking for the deeper meaning of everything. But with this album, I can turn it on and just jam. It's fun stuff. I really enjoy it. All right, now, let's get into the, some of the stuff. You, know, you guys know me. that I'm a heavy metal fan. I love all music. I'm a, I'm a big fan of music in general, but heavy metal is the stuff that really gets me going. Uh, now, this song, uh, Emptiness, by Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper is a death metal band out of Arizona, and this album is already up there for my album of the year. It came out in January, but I don't know if anything's really going to top it uh, as far as what comes out later. Anyways, this track is going to lead us to what I would consider or call our homework assignment. I'm going to put homework in air quotes there. Uh, this track is on the B-side of their latest record, and I'm actually talking about the physical vinyl record, not necessarily just the digital release. So it's the B-side. You've got, you've got seven tracks uh, leading up to it, and then this is the eighth track, but on the album it has its own side of the album. It's 11 minutes long, and it's, it's, it's I don't know, it's metal, but I mean, it's got black metal, death metal, maybe some progressive metal. It's a fun ride if you're into that sort of thing. The other side, the A side, like I said, has seven songs. Each of those songs lasts about a minute. And those songs are full-on thrash metal and hardcore punk, and they don't let up. It's just from the moment the needle hits the vinyl on that side A, it's just going. There's just lots of heavy riffs, guttural vocals, and screams. I'm digging it. So what's cool about that album is, for me, it got me thinking about how bands think about their audience when they create the track list for their albums. So... Um, you know, and I, I know this is true. This is one of those things that's obviously true. I just didn't really think about it a whole lot. You know, a band will record songs, and they're like, we want these songs to be on the album. Maybe they, they, they leave a few off for some reasons or whatever. Uh, but, you know, the band actually has to sit, sit down, or the artist has to sit down and think, okay, what order are these songs going to be on the album? Do they have obvious opener songs? Do they have obvious middle songs? And what song will they choose to finish the, the, the album, to round it out? And they, they do that uh, because they have like a specific effect or message or um, idea that they want to get across to the listener. And in class, in English class, we talk about how authors keep their audiences in mind when they write. And I think we can apply that here. So for the album uh, An Unexpected Reality by Gatecreeper, they wanted to open up the album with uh, heavy and fast tracks that don't let up. They just kind of wanted to blast the listener with aggressive riffs and noise. Then on the other side, they wanted to treat the listener to kind of a slowed down, heavy roller coaster with ups and downs and changes in tempo. So it's, it's one album, but it's got two very different effects. And I don't think, you know, obviously it wouldn't have made any sense for this band to put the, the long, slow track in the middle of the fast, short tracks. It, it would have had the same effect. You've got to have the fast stuff on one side or in one part of the album, and then the, the slow song on the other is kind of a juxtaposition. And, you know, a juxtaposition is basically this. Like, a, you don't really appreciate the, the warmth unless you have felt the cold. You've got to have the two opposite things side by side to really appreciate... Uh, the the unique characteristics of each. So if it was just an album of fast, one-minute-long songs that just kind of punch you in the gut and then, then run away, um, that would be cool. I'd like it. Those songs are awesome. But having that that slowed-down, just, just mean-sounding slow song on the other side really helps the, you know, it just helps you appreciate the other one. I'm really digging it. So that is your homework assignment. 
I want you to pick an artist or a band that you like, and I want you to take the time, I want you to sit down and listen to an album of theirs all the way through. And as you listen, I want you to take some notes, like literal notes or, or you know, uh, mental notes, about how the songs flow from one to the next. Think about this. Why do you think the songs are in that order? If they were in a different order, how might the feel or vibe of the album change? And I'm going to pick an album, and I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, I've kind of already got a couple albums in mind that I think would be interesting to do this with. Uh, but we will talk about that next week, and we're going to add more songs to our playlist. So hit me up at wallsa.mcnary.org with your album pick, and let me know what you think about those questions I just asked. You know, why are those songs in that order? What effect do you think those songs are meant to have on the listener? And would that effect be different if the songs were in a different order? And I will include those ideas in the next episode. All right, so that is episode one of what we'll call season two. I'll talk to you guys later, and don't forget to be safe, be kind, and be nice to your neighbors.